Hello, welcome to Home Green Homes podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green realtor in Los Angeles and the host of this show. Today, I have Dove Cameras of House Smart Green Solutions. Dove is a staunch environmentalist, started his business House Smart Green Solutions after departing from the nonprofit sector in 2008. Today, through HSGS and Hearth Raider LA, Dev brings home energy efficiency and resources con- conservation to homeowners and businesses across the LA basin. Through home energy consulting, air balancing, and special instructions for heating and air conditioning, Dub works to ensure his clients' homes and businesses are working as efficiently as possible. So thank you so much for being on my podcast today, Dub. Well, thank you for inviting me. Well, I am honored to have you. And so um, the HSGS stands for Home Smart Green Solutions, which is your business, correct? Uh, it, it is how smart green solutions. It was a business how, that how I smart. started. No worries. Um, uh, <laughs> several years ago, back in about 2008, mm-hmm. 2009, when I left the nonprofit sector and I decided that I wanted to do something very different, but yet still trying to do something to improve the world that I live in. Yeah. And so. so- what is your elevator pitch if you were to run into me that you don't know me and uh, if, if you know, I don't have any idea about what a green home is or green um, buildings are, how would you explain what you do in 30 seconds if you can? Well, it's, it is a tough task, <laughs> but I will certainly try. Um, What I like to say is I'm really a home comfort and energy efficiency professional. I mean, it's funny. My wife and some of friends like to think of me as kind of an indoor climate designer. If you want every room in your house to be a certain temperature, I can advise you on how you get there. And Mm. one of the things that I'm different than most than pretty much all other contractors is I'm not selling any product. And so I'm offering you an unbiased solution to achieve comfort and energy efficiency. Cause it's not just mm. replacing your windows or replacing your heater or replacing your air conditioning or replacing your attic insulation. Mm-hmm. There are so many complexities in a house that it really takes a trained and critical eye to look at all of the different interactions that are happening. One room might be south-facing. Another room might be north-facing. The airflow might be, you know, really strong in this area, might be really weak in this area. And so there's just so many different things at play in a house. You really need someone who can examine the totality, the whole house to see what mm-hmm. might be going on to make any room or collection of rooms uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. 
So I know that part of your services is uh, being a HERS rater, and HERS stands for Home Energy Rating System. So I don't know that 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 many people know what that is. So so if you can explain what that is and what uh, what what that rating sure. entails, that'd be great. A- absolutely. Um, so HERS, as you said, it stands for a Home Energy Rating System, and it's actually a system that's used throughout North America in both the U.S. and Canada mm-hmm. to evaluate mm-hmm. the energy efficiency of a house. And, of course, like many things, the, the country as a whole comes up with something, and California and California's bureaucracy takes a little different spin on it. And so That's California right. has, yes, so California has within its building code a whole section called, um, that's referred to as Title 24, and in that, in, in that title is another sec- subsection called Part 6. And in California's okay. building code, Title 24, section, Part 6, specifies energy efficiency requirements for all construction, new construction, uh, remodels, uh, commercial properties, residential homes, and and everything. And so Mm -hmm. California specified that every time a heater or air conditioner or something related to heat and air conditioning is changed in a home or a business, an independent special inspector is supposed to come and test that unit to make sure it is meeting some minimum efficiency targets. Interesting and quite frankly, you know, there's so many heaters and air conditioners, of course, across the state and country, and oddly, Mm -hmm. very few of them get to even 60% of their stated efficiency. The equipment itself could be rated, you know, this is a 95% efficient furnace, but we put it Mm -hmm. in a house. I was just testing this morning. It's a five ton Mm. unit, brand new, and it was barely performing as effective as a three ton unit. Wow. And why was that? Why? Because in this house, Mm -hmm. they took a large piece of equipment and plopped it back in the same basic setup where it was before without really Mm -hmm. looking and analyzing, is it going to work? Well, just because it's here doesn't mean it should be here. And just because, you know, what, what people knew 30, 40, 50 years ago when they built houses is very different than what we have come in the building industry and particularly the building science industry in examining mm-hmm. how houses perform. And so right. oftentimes replacing equipment and in, in you know, the parlance, like for like, oh, we pull out this and we put in the same thing, is just sort of continuing this blind running down a road kind of where there's a brick wall right in front of you and running full speed into a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Right. Pe- yeah. People so, really have so that, to, go ahead. 
No, go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going to say, it, it's really important for people to think before they act. Um, just like in almost every other area, you know, you wouldn't go to a, a doctor and say, oh, my stomach hurts. I, I think give me an uh, uh, apodectomy or something, you know? Mm, I, you, yeah. you, oh, my, my, <laughs> ear, my ear hurts. Well, we can just cut it off. Uh, <laughs> you really have to study something in order to right. know what's wrong. And this particular house, I mean, it was very funny. Mm-hmm. It was sad. They had mm-hmm. a, a five-ton unit, and it was only five years old, and it broke. And oh, wow. I was explaining to the homeowner that, well, of course it broke. It only has the capacity with the ducting network to deliver three tons of air. So basically, mm. the analogy that I love to use for air conditioners, especially in Southern California, is, is like a runner. I want you to run uh, a quarter mile but I'm going to tape your mouth shut and I'm going to tape your nostrils closed, but I'll give you a straw to breathe through. How do you feel? Great, great analogy, Doug. Yeah. And, and, and so they have this five ton system that's really designed to be a three ton system. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it was identical. I spent all day, um, uh, was it uh, last week examining mm. a 12,000 square foot house and wow. uh-huh. interestingly they had six units three of them were uh, five ton Two, one of them was a let's see three were five ton one was a three ton one was a one and a half ton and one of them, I think, was a four-ton. And every one of the units had the exact same intake air system, mm. which to me is absurd. How can right. a five-ton unit operate with the same setup as a one-and-a-half-ton unit? No wonder the residents of the house were so frustrated and so miserable that they wanted to throw out all the equipment and start again. So is that the case that the contractors didn't know how to install the proper ducting system, or is it does it fall on the well, homeowner's shoulders to to know that? It, it certainly is not the homeowner's responsibility to know. And interestingly, well, we think so much and and invest so much into our contractors, what are Mm -hmm. contractors generally really skilled at? They're skilled at putting things together. That's what they've practiced for many years, Mm -hmm. many of the contractors. Mm -hmm. And they can put Mm -hmm. them together great. But are they analysts? Are they scientists? Mm -hmm. Are they physicists? do they have the training and background and skills to actually know how to analyze a space to figure out what's the best methodology to properly, or not not even properly, but most efficiently heat and cool it 
to maintain it at a certain temperature. And what happens in contracting is people do what they've done before and people do what they were taught. And Mm -hmm. there is a lack of understanding and a lack of experience because many contractors, they're just running around doing the best they can, replacing broken systems. How much time do Mm -hmm. they have to go to school to sit and actually analyze a home with very expensive testing equipment to figure out what is the actual need of this particular home and how do we get there? And that's why there's such a great unmet need for building scientists to match and play a role in between the contractor who's really good at putting things together and the homeowner who just wants to be comfortable in a house that doesn't cost them an arm right. and a leg at, right. at a, you know, to be comfortable. Yeah. So that's where you come in, right? Like, so ideally, homeowners should be cons- consulting people like you before they hire a contractor to, or before they purchase a system or and hire the contractor to install, they should talk to people like you to really uh, discern what kind of system is appropriate for their house and what Absol- kind of equipment should be installed. Absolutely. Because even as, as I said originally, it's not just the equipment. Because Mm -hmm. how much you can have, for example, a 500-square-foot house. Right. And it has has that amount of space in it. And let's say, for example, without any insulation and with single-pane metal windows, it needs Mm -hmm. a two-ton air conditioner. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it needs a four-ton air conditioner. But mm-hmm. now you insulate that whole house, you change the window to a, a dual pane argon gas filled vinyl um, casement window, you highly insulate mm-hmm. the ceiling, you insulate the floors, you insulate the walls, and now you have 500 square feet and all you need is a half a ton air conditioner. Right, so that's a if big you don't difference. Look at the, if you don't look at the whole house you can't say because yeah. square foot you know square feet is only one small piece of the puzzle what's in the wall mm-hmm. what's in the ceiling what kind of windows does it have what direction right. is the is the one window on the house or in the room does it face south does it face west does it face mm-hmm. north right right yeah, so a lot of people are now uh, installing the solar panels. So even if they put in solar panels and they might be generating their own power, if, they're th- if they don't have the right kind of air conditioning system or duct or heating system, they're probably wasting a lot of energy, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's one of the really funny things about the, quote, green home movement and, mm-hmm. and, and this idea of what makes a home green. You can mm-hmm. put a 10-kilowatt solar panel on a house 
and all of a sudden it becomes, you know, a, a net producer of energy. That house is now part of the, you know, the city's electric grid producing mm-hmm. electricity. But have you made the house more energy efficient? Right. And right. I would certainly argue that that house isn't more energy efficient. It's a great energy producer because you've mm-hmm. got a great big solar plant on the roof. But a <laughs> right. really energy efficient house itself needs very mm-hmm. little energy for the occupants to be comfortable. Right. Yeah. That's that's I think that's really this is a really important message that we need to put out because I know that the solar industry is very actively uh going after homeowners to install the panels but I I agree with you that if the house itself is not efficient it's if it's leaky if it's not balanced well then you're wasting all the energy that you're producing or generating. Absolutely. I I just last week was in another house where this homeowner had purchased a a mm-hmm. 10 kilowatt uh solar panel system for his home and he was really mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. great. He, you know, has virtually zeroed out his energy bills. Mm. But on the other hand, his house built in the 1950s and his insulation and his uh, ducting is not particularly energy efficient. And so the house itself, there's a lot of improvements that still can be made to make that Mm -hmm. house more energy efficient. And that can be done, correct? Like you can make a, you know, a series of, suggestions for those homeowners who already install the panels or who already have uh, some newer uh, supposedly energy efficient equipment but the house itself may not be so efficient you can make different suggestions to make it work more holistically and more efficiently is that correct? Absolutely as all homeowners know a home is always an ongoing process. It's always a project. Mm-hmm. There's always something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even I mean, self-included, we put on a solar plant because our, our electric bills were so high. And mm-hmm. when I have the opportunity, I'm constantly trying to improve the actual structure of our 1994 mm. tracked home. Mm. And... And sure, it takes time, it takes some energy, but it mm-hmm. can be done. And sir, so solar is a great step. Is it the only step? Absolutely not. Right. Can you share some of the the things that you've done to your house? That so, you know, in other words, you don't have to do everything all all at once. So you're taking one small things at a time. Um, what are some of the things that you've done to improve the efficiencies of your home? 
Um, I've done several things, um, and I still have a very long laundry list because 1994 <laughs> was not the prime decade for building energy-efficient mm. homes. Mm, okay. um, but one of the things that uses a lot of energy in homes is every motor that runs. And so mm-hmm. I examined all of the motors that are in my house, and I have okay. – uh, three big motors because I have actually it's a two-story house and so there was an air conditioning system up and an air conditioning system down and mm-hmm. I changed just the motors inside of oh, the, wow. the blowers and, mm-hmm. and so you know I didn't spend $10,000 on a new piece of equipment but I spent a few hundred dollars on an internal component and I made it three times more energy efficient. Similarly, that's amazing. I, the, the, the house has, has a pool. I'm blessed with that, like many Southern Californians. But most pool pumps are highly inefficient. And mm. interestingly, most of the energy, um, uh, Los Angeles Department of Water and Power, Southern California Edison, actually have rebate programs to encourage people to change out their pool pumps into high-efficiency systems. And so I changed my pool pump. I reset it Mm. from its really high energy-consumptive stage. And so now it runs for 12 hours a day for virtually pennies. It it has gone from kilowatts an hour to literally watts. It's only a couple of light bulbs to drive my uh, pool filter. Wow, that's a huge difference. Absolutely. So just, you know, taking small steps. Another Mm -hmm. thing which is going to take a little longer is changing out the kind of insulation I have in my house. Mm -hmm. Um, It is what's called fiberglass bats. It's like sheets of, of pink or yellow stuff that get rolled out. And mm-hmm. it's in, in laboratory tests, they're excellent. In installed in a house, they're terrible. And oh. so <laughs> at some point there, because a house is not a laboratory and there are mm-hmm. so many imperfections in a house that compromise the effectiveness of a beautiful factory-made insulation bat. And so at some point, I'd like to get rid of all of them and put in something like the old-fashioned blown-in cellulose that was used in the 1930s and 40s. Um, it, Uh It was a great product when it was invented, and it's probably my favorite product today to put into an attic to make it mm-hmm. energy efficient and green. It's, it can be a yeah. totally recycled product, and mm-hmm. it, has, it, it has a greater ability to insulate the nooks and the crannies and every crack and crevice of an attic, and so it does a, a better job. Yeah. And so those are just a a few of the things that mm-hmm. I see in my house and I right. see in many of the houses that I look at. 
Mm-hmm. So you you make those suggestions to your clients that are looking to improve their efficiency. That's that's correct. I I take a critical look. I've been doing this for about ten years, and you know I have spent many years getting trained in what are compromises in energy efficiency that leads to compromises in people's comfort and also that leads to compromises in indoor air quality. I mean, so Mm -hmm. much, as I was saying before, things are interrelated. If you have an inefficient house, you've probably got a lot of pollutants that are moving through your house. And Mm -hmm. people that suffer from asthma or allergies Mm -hmm. that are Mm -hmm. living in crummy, inefficient houses can have a tremendous turnaround when their house actually gets improved for energy efficiency. It also becomes improved for indoor air quality. And it's not buying a better filter for the heater and air conditioner. And it's not buying Mm -hmm. a new air purifier that you put in your bedroom. Right. Yes. Yes. That's so important. And I think that's probably one of the most obscure elements of what we call green homes, because, you know, that's not something people often uh, pay attention to. And not um, at all. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people are not even thinking about the ventilation and uh, 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 purification of the air. And that's, that's, that's it's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And, and there's, there's so much potential that so many Mm -hmm. people suffer from allergies um, and dust and pollen. And by just buying something is not always the right solution to a problem. Mm -hmm. I went into Mm -hmm. a house who said, you know, the, the, the owner was complaining She's constantly dusting, and there's constantly mm. this really fine film of dirt every few days that appears yeah. on everything, and yeah. that dirt actually was the same dirt that's in her attic. So because oh, wow. of the inefficiencies of her house, all of mm. the disgusting attic debris was getting sucked into her house and just right. being deposited throughout. That's actually scary, you know, to think about the ramification <laughs> on on our health. You know, like <laughs> we might be going to a- doctors absolutely. more often than we should. Yeah. Wow. And well, it could be I just that our home. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh my gosh, I'm I'm just noticing that we're almost out of time. I didn't even get to cover some of the other questions I have prepared for you. This is so this is so important. I'm so grateful that you have shared all this information with me today. Um, what's the best way to find you or contact you, Dove? Um, I have my website. Um, I actually mm-hmm. go by two different – I have two different websites depending on the kind of service that you're looking for. One okay. is House Smart Green Solutions, and right. that's designed for homeowners looking for advice on 
how to make their home more comfortable, more energy efficient. If they're buying a new heater and air conditioner, I can come out and be your indoor climate designer. Um, but I, like I also have a website, HERS Rater LA, for people who are told by their city inspector, you need a HERS rating. Go find a HERS mm. Rater. And so you can find me at HERS Rater LA, and I can mm-hmm. come out and perform a HERS rating for you. And, of course, the old-fashioned phone. Uh, I can reach <laughs> um, in my office. Uh, at 818-936-9597. That's my office line. And when I'm not in my office, as I'm frequently in people's homes, it will ring through and find me wherever I am. That's so great. And you cover most of Los Angeles. Or How far do you go, Southern California? I don't do all of Southern California, but I I do go all around the Los Angeles basin. So I I have done several projects, even touching into Northern Orange County. I've done a few projects going up to Santa Barbara, uh, up to Lancaster Palmdale, um, and even crazily, I was out east. Um, I don't often go out to Riverside, but on, a, on occasion I'll even go there if the, if the need and the demand is there. That's so wonderful. I am so, so glad that you are able to share that with us. Again, this was Home Green Homes podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka, a green realtor. You can find me at homegreenhomes.com. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, Dad.